Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to episode 89 of the Great British Chiefs Show with your boys from the kingdom, representing the kingdom, myself, Brad Simcox, and our headlines editor, Tom Childs. This week, Tom and I talk about our experiences in Germany as we witness the Chiefs defeating the Dolphins in Frankfurt. No power rankings this week and no preview, unfortunately, but we'll crack on until our voices finally give up because mine is shot at. But first... Chiefs Kingdom, when the Miami Dolphins come to Arrowhead Stadium this year, guess what we gonna do? Guess what we gonna do? I hate to throw up the peace sign against y'all. I hate to do it. Guess what? I'm gonna be y'all worst enemy that day. I think I played overall pretty well. You know, um, some tight window throws, and those guys did a great job of making it hard on me all day. Um, so they did a great job. They had a real good plan on, you know, slowing us down at the line of scrimmage.
So, Tom, have you recovered yet? Are you are you are you sound as bad as me, or how are you feeling? I sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had oh. a really like um, husky voice now for what three days. The game was on Sunday. It's quite sexy. Yeah, I I feel like I sound like a, a hip lady female radio DJ that wants to talk about vibes and you know the music and you know do you know what I mean like all, yeah. the, all the female radio DJs over here sound like I do right now got that deep husky voice you know I, I just yeah I, no I haven't recovered have you not have you not recovered <laughs> yet um I, I'm trying to I, I sound a bit like um Dick Dastily or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what you sound like? You sound like that woman off the Marks and Spencer's adverts that basically tries to tantalise everyone with the food that's being poured onto the screen where it's like, these aren't just so normal Brussels sprouts. These are hand-picked by nuns Brussels sprouts. Oh, you know, right. yeah. He talks oh, like that. that. Or Patty and Selma was the other one. Hey, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> um, no but what three days removed from the game and my voice still hasn't recovered but i suppose that's what happens when you scream at the top of your voice every single down that the dolphins had on offense you know that because you were sat next to me and then also you, you combine that with an 18 hour drinking session so uh, <laughs> you know I, I mean i was never going to feel well after that was i <laughs> well no i mean yeah and also singing back out of the stadium um, to the train, singing whilst on the train, singing whilst getting off the train, singing whilst we were in the bars. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was phenomenal, wasn't it? Really, I mean, we, I know we've skipped right to the end of the game there, but the whole experience that we that we had building up to this, um, <laughs> it wasn't all great. Um, we, we won't sugarcoat this. We won't sugarcoat Frankfurt or anything like that. Because we were we're in a bit of a dodgy part of Frankfurt, yeah. um, thanks to Tom booking the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What, what what was it? Was it the junkies, the the drug dealers, or it might be the, the crack pipes on the floor? I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I've seen more drugs taken this weekend than I ever have done. <laughs> Yeah. Mate, I, I felt like le- I felt left out. It was it felt <laughs> yeah. like I don't even take drugs, and I'm thinking I feel like I'm missing out on something. New. <laughs> These homeless people are having a riot. <laughs> <laughs> you were as well. Um, it's we also- funny when someone goes when sends you sends you directions, and they go, "Yeah, my hotel's on the left, two doors up from the crackheads." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that> was- <laughs> yeah, those are our directions to everybody else, wasn't they? But uh, no, I mean. Once you got into the, the the main parts of Frankfurt, it was really nice, wasn't it? I mean, we, we seemed to find yeah. a few bars in the the uh, new old towns, as they call them, um, which uh, a beautiful little place, wasn't it? There was parasols outside, with little bars and stuff like that, which yeah. it was just full of Chiefs fans, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah, I don't want to do too much of a disservice to Frankfurt. The area around the main train station was awful. Like, let's mm. be clear, mm-hmm. it was it wasn't a very nice place. But once you got like 200 meters away from it and you started walking towards like the main hub of frankfurt then the city become a much nicer place very very quickly yeah and um that was the only part of the uh, the city that i didn't enjoy but yeah for the most of it it was very good and as you said it was taken over by cheese fans and i think it become abundantly clear very very quickly that this was going to be a cheese home game like you and i arrived on thursday and there were a few dotted about Chiefs mm. fans in the evening. Um, 
more 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 Chiefs fans than Dolphins fans for sure. But it, it was on Friday morning that you noticed actually half of Kansas City have arrived in Frankfurt. All these Chiefs fans from across Europe have have attended, and it was just the whole city was just a sea of red. Yeah. Weekend. It like it. Do you know what? It was almost like what England fans do when they go to tournaments abroad. Like England fans, England soccer fans are renowned for being outstanding travelers and they tend to go and uh, take over cities at a time. And that's kind of what Frankfurt was for the Chiefs this weekend. It's like if, if people weren't aware that the Chiefs were playing in Frankfurt this weekend by Friday lunchtime, they would have been more than aware because because it was just Chiefs Chiefs everywhere. It was incredible to see, actually. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fantastic because obviously we I mean you and I have met a few people over in Kansas City and obviously at games and stuff like that when we've been over. And it was great to see those faces again, wasn't it? Some like old friends, but also making new friends. And it was yeah. just everybody coming together. I mean, the, the the thing that got me was there was so many people from every corner of the world. Yeah. I mean, we were speaking to obviously, you know, the the people we know came over from America from direct from Kansas City. We had uh, we had a woman there from France who was married to, uh, shout out to Gianluca and Rachel, by the way, who Gianluca runs the Italian Chiefs group. Um, and she, they, they were great people. We also met Ricardo, who is all the way from Brazil. He's Portuguese Brazilian, apparently. Had a good chat with Ricardo. And it was just, like I said, it just seemed as though there was loads of fans there all for this celebration. But it was very different to the normal international series games, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, I think so. Um, because it seemed to me that it was a Chiefs home game. Like my my bugbear with the international series games, and it always has been my issue with it, is that I feel like teams miss out too much in terms of a home field advantage, especially when it comes to crowds. And this particular game, for whatever reason, was very different to anything I've ever experienced in an national series game. Like normally, like London, the days before the game, you just see team fans of every team like dotted around. And I don't know if it's because the stadiums are bigger or whatever, but, or people are perhaps bored of the London games. I don't know, but you just get fans of every team where Frankfurt, it was very, very, very much a Chiefs home game. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of Dolphins fans in town, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a many fans of, other teams like there were some and at the stadium there were you would have seen one of every jersey but it would have been like one or two of every jersey it wasn't yeah. like, like in the stadium itself i'd probably say it was 65 70 percent chiefs fans 20 percent dolphins fans and then 10 percent of everyone else and that's unheard of you don't get that at international series games no. it genuinely was a sea of red at the stadium and it just it made like the chiefs lost a home game but did they really lose a home game or did they just gain another home? That that was it because Frankfurt yeah. might as well have just been well. We called it Eurohead, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we that's did. That's the name we used for it. So yeah, it really was Eurohead. Like they've done really well when they come to London. Sorry about my voice again. I don't normally sound like this, new listeners. Um, the Chiefs done this. Um, the Chiefs defense done this to me actually. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, it wasn't the Chiefs defense. Yeah, no, it was the Chiefs offense done this to me because if they weren't as bad as they were in the second half, I would have needed to shout as loud as I did. But yeah, I blame I blame the Chiefs offense. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I kid. I kid. I kid. Uh, well, though I was at work today, and I was getting a lot of comments about my voice today at work. Uh, my first day back from the trip. 
Yeah. And they were like, good weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was um, all right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, back to the back to the original point. For a team to take over a stadium like they did, it was so pleasing to see and refreshing to see. And mm. I think the NFL would like to see that as more than than the the variation of jerseys that you normally get yeah. in a series game. Because I think teams will be more inclined to take games abroad if they know that's the type of support that they may get at a game. Yeah. We have to talk about the championship, uh, which was docked on the side on the River Main. Um, and that was that was a good meeting point, wasn't it? I think a lot of Chiefs fans seem to use that as the main landmark to actually uh, meet up and have a few drinks or, you know, I mean, literally the the market, the place that we were in, you know, that new um, development or new yeah. old town um, seemed to be the main area that everybody kind of congregated to after the championship. But um, we we were lucky enough to obviously get on the championship. Um, we went on twice, believe it or not, didn't we? We went on the first time when it was opening. Um, and yeah, I must admit that I think they really kind of pulled out all the stops on it. Really, there was a there was a nice locker room there. There was about four player jersey locker room, so it looked like you were sat in the Arrowhead locker room. Yep. There was uh, a draft day uh, stage and stuff like that. There was there which you could take photos. I got a picture of you fumbling the ball, um, like Michael Hardman <laughs> against the Broncos, <laughs> yep. which is another funny photo. So the interaction on it on the boat on the sorry on the ship sorry um, was was really cool and it was but not everything was out when we first went there just being on the no, first day no. so it was they were still setting up stuff upstairs and on the top of the on top of the ship um setting the tables up and there was a huge dance floor on the top of the ship as well which had the uh obviously the chief's logo on it and a huge screen down the bottom just showing highlights of of the super bowl victory and stuff but um I, I really I really enjoyed it. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't see any of the former stars on there or we didn't get to see uh, Clark Hunt or anybody like that or the Hunt family on there where some people actually did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I, I wrote about it last week and how unique I think it is about, like, using the river and mm. using a boat as a meeting point and as a an attraction for the team. Like, there was an NFL fan experience in town, but that wasn't too great. That was pretty basic and I was pretty disappointed with the mm. generic NFL events, I'll not lie. But the ship, I thought, was a good idea. And as you said, it was a great meeting point for Chiefs fans. And then, obviously, we done the, the Arrowheads Abroad Red Friday photo. Where yeah, we did, yeah. We didn't know how many people would turn up. And there must have been, what, three, 400 people in this photo? Um, just all Chiefs Unreal. fans outside the ship. Yeah, great effort from everyone. And what I loved is that everyone used this opportunity to, like, use their country's flags as well. So there was like a German flag, a German flag, a British flag, but it was a Mexican flag in there, an Italian flag. Yeah. Different uh, Bra- Brazilian flag even. Um, yeah, everyone just used um, that opportunity to showcase that that's where they watch the Chiefs and that's where they're from. And like, I like the tagline that the Chiefs used this weekend. It was like, Chiefs, Ca- Chiefs Kingdom is where you are. And it's like, actually, yeah, that's so true because mm. this, this team's support, especially internationally, I can't stress enough how much bigger the support and the fan base has got over the last four or five years. Like when I started Harrods Abroad back in 2013, it was difficult. And like, it was difficult to find other Chiefs fan online because obviously that's how we done it originally was all online. And the first years it was a grind, but then this, this, this guy called Patrick Mahomes comes along (laughs) and all of a sudden it's become really easy. Now I'm not saying that, everyone's a glory hunter, but you can see why fans, new fans, especially international fans, draw themselves to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because, yeah, they're winning, 
But it's the way they win. It's the way Patrick Mahomes has been like, if you want to show highlights of any player right now in the NFL, you well, maybe not this year, but in general, last few years, you'll say, right, well, watch this guy. Watch this Patrick Mahomes guy. Look what he's doing. And so it's easy to see why the team are growing in the fan base. And Mark Donovan talks about, oh, they're going to be the world's team. They want as an opportunity to become the world's team. That's so true based on what we've seen this last weekend. Like they've got the rights to Mexico and Germany. If they can open themselves up to another, perhaps an Asian country, like along the lines of China mm. or Japan, yeah. or even go a bit further and go to Australia or something like that, there is a massive opportunity here for this team to become not America's team, the world's team, the global mm. team. Because you've still got, what, 10, 12, 13 years left of Patrick Mahomes, or so yeah. we hope at least. Massive opportunity for this team, and the Chiefs are doing well with it so far. They just need to make sure they push on. And obviously, if you win games like they did on Sunday and have plays like Lauf Forest Lauf, then obviously that's going to help as well. Lauf Forest Lauf, yeah, yeah, that was a great comment. That, but no, I, I echo what you're saying there. I mean, you know, a lot of fans would probably go, Oh, look at all them bandwagon fans, but it wasn't, there wasn't really the platform back then, was there? Like you said, you had to, you had to create our heads abroad. Literally from the bare bones, wasn't it? Of of yeah. you, you had an interest in the Chiefs. You'd been a long time supporter. You wanted to hook up with other Chiefs fans around the UK. Then it kind of spread a little bit more, where we were getting quite a few interests from, like likes of Italy, from Spain, from Brazil, and everything like that. I always remember I was trying to design a T-shirt for Arrowheads Abroad, which had the Brazilian flag in it because we'd already been, you know, we'd already been contacted by them. So it's not that they were bandwagon fans because a lot of people who I was speaking with are like. 20 plus years of fandom yeah. they just didn't have the platform or didn't have the areas to go to to actually showcase that that fandom and yeah, i think i think there's a point of for some people but i do think yeah. she's would have gained a lot of fans in the last few years oh yeah definitely they, yeah they yeah. clearly done they're clearly doing something right in germany clearly doing something mm. right in germany um obviously i don't know what they do marketing wise because i'm not german i don't live there so i don't yeah. see what they do they clearly got enough good initiatives going on. Like, because I, I think what four teams have the rights to German, the German market. Yeah. And the one that's pushing ahead is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, obviously the success helps that. Yes, that my home helps that. But the Chiefs are doing right. I just hope they take it further afield than Germany. Not the UK. The UK is a busy enough market as it, as it is. Yeah. Um, but go to an like a fresher, newer market. Like, like I said, like J China, Japan, Brazil, yeah. maybe. Like branch out that way and really like do what you've done in Germany and try to emulate that abroad because it's really not going to be long before all of these games, these additional 17th games, and I'm a big believer in this, give it five years and every single international series, uh, sorry, every single year, every single team will play internationally. Yeah, I have no doubts about that. That 17th game that they're going to have for every single team, it will go international. Every single year, it will no longer be an extra home game. There will be a designated home team. Yeah. It will, what will happen is every single team will play once internationally every single year, and they'll have games in Germany, you'll have games in the UK, Spain, Mexico, Canada, Brazil, China, mm. Japan, Australia, Saudi Arabia. There, there, there will be games everywhere in the yeah. next few years. So you really want to like take this opportunity now to grow your market and uh -huh. grab a couple of extra countries because when that does happen and the game is truly, truly global, you want to be the team at the forefront of that. And that's where Mark Donovan has an opportunity to make the Chiefs like a true like global world team.
and I, yeah. I can't wait. I'm here for it. As per someone who founded Arrow's abroad, like they do, it makes it makes that much easier, I suppose, for growing <laughs> growing that fan club as well. Yeah, yeah but it was good to see. It's good to see. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge. That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I think the game really kind of elevates this to the next level as well, because if you're a, a, a person just in Germany, just switching on the TV, you're not really all fair with the NFL or anything like that. And you heard the crowd and you saw the, saw the crowd there at the Frankfurt game. That's got to be an eye opener to a, a new window of opportunity for new fans, isn't it? Like you were saying. And I think this game was a perfect showcase because we even said it together. This this place is going to get loud, even with the you know obviously yeah the roof was on and everything like that, and we knew it was going to be loud. But I think the interaction of everyone as well that really helped at the game because you know some people I could see some people were a bit hesitant to stand up if they were like Chiefs fans because they didn't know what to do on third down or anything. They might have been new fans, and but when when our section was jumping up and waving everybody on to try and get you know get some noise going and stuff like that, it came almost instantaneously, didn't it? When uh, the Dolphins were on offense. Yeah, I, I thought this. I thought the crowd noise was spectacular. It was unreal for an international series game. Like, I know we've we've me and you have had a couple of conversations with people online saying it wasn't that loud. It was. <laughs> it was. It was that loud. It was very. It was very loud in that stadium. And considering what there would have been, what thirty five, forty thousand Chiefs fans in that stadium. So you're talking mm-hmm. half of our ahead. Done an outstanding job. Now I'm so glad the roof was shut. Because the roof being closed certainly helped it contain the atmosphere and it echoed around and that certainly did help. But even if it was shut, I still think it would have been loud. Like the the Dolphins, like it had started basically from the first few drives. There was false starts. They had to take early timeouts in that game. Yeah, they did, yeah. The crowd noise. And I still maintain that the snap was because of the crowd noise. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was us. Yeah. That fourth down was deafening. And like Andy Reid has come out and said the, that the crowd helped us win. I know it's like that you can say that's coach talk here. Yeah, he's been nice to fan. But I genuinely think it it was part mm. of the reason. The Chiefs, the Chiefs crowd in that stadium, whether it was Americans, whether they were British, German, Spanish, Brazilian, everyone was just going for it. Mm-hmm. It was it was outstanding. So yeah, some people took longer than usual to get into it. But come the fourth one fourth quarter and like and even the third quarter when the Chiefs when the Chiefs' um, defense really needed that extra 
support because the offense weren't doing it. The crowd stepped up. And I, I just like, I, I know a lot of people have been to a lot of international series games and they've all turned around to me afterwards and said, that was one of the best, if not the best for atmosphere. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was special, man. I was so happy to be there. It was, it was one of the best days I've had, like in watching any sport. It was so good. It was, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely brilliant experience. And, uh, so many funny stories coming out of this as well. I mean, um, we were sending it to uh, Duncan, who now runs Arrowheads Abroad, weren't we? And uh, he had his kilt on. This is this is game day, Duncan. Chiefs fan through and through. Loves to wear his kilt wherever we go. When it's you know, it's a, it's a game day anywhere. And he has a spurron on the front, obviously to keep the kilt down a little bit. And you know, but it's like it's got like metal edging on it and everything. And the poor woman who was sat in front of him. Every time he jumped up to celebrate, the sparring was whacking her on the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really felt sorry for her because I think after about the fourth, the fourth knockout that he delivered, yeah. um, she turned around and was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> my, my funniest thing about that weekend, well, the thing I look back and laugh at the most for sure, was when we we went to a Sports Illustrated party. And let's be last, we can go, we can get onto the game in a minute. Let's be last, yeah, yeah, we talk yeah. about the trip. We um, went to a Sports Illustrated party on the Friday evening and it was in like an old, like a abandoned warehouse slash club thing. And like, it was really good. Isn't it? it was really good. Isn't it? it was really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Brad likened it to like a John Wick scene type. That's what they basically like. It was like. awesome. It, it did look cool. And there was, there was a lot of like beautiful people in that, <laughs> yeah. in that club, like people dressed to the nines and all in their best gear. And they, they're like very, very attractive people. And then you had... Us four, myself, Brad, Aiken, and this guy Duncan, all stood there in Taylor Swift t-shirts and Duncan in a kilt. <laughs> it was stood on the dance, dance floor. floor. <laughs> like that, that to me, we looked like the in-betweeners. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it was <laughs> phenomenal because you had us there and you had people in suits and like ball ga- not ball gowns, but night dresses and stuff like that to the left and right of us, and you just had us in Taylor Swift t-shirts, like. A real highlight of the weekend, right there. <laughs> Great fun, wasn't it? And, uh, and and George, the doorman on the front on the uh, on the front door, was hilarious. He was doing all our, our impressions of all our voices, wasn't he? Mm. Um, yeah, really, really great time there. But um, we're going to have to talk about the game. We're going to have to talk yeah. about it uh, briefly. I know it's been done to death probably already with uh, the rest of the uh, Arrowhead Pride team, but um, the from start to finish. Like as you said, the the crowd noise was phenomenal and helping the defense. But um, we still saw we saw a great drive at the beginning, yeah, for the Chiefs. And I thought, wow, we're cooking now. We're really cooking. We're gonna we, we look like the Chiefs of old. They did. Um, and that first drive, I thought, yeah, we've sorted out whatever the issues are. Um, the ball was getting spread around quite well as well. Sky Moore had a touch. Rashi Rice had a touch as well. Um, just. So great. It, they were grey as well. And, and I thought, right, we're on for something here. I think yeah. the, the, the the players are responding to the crowd. And they went a little bit flat for a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, well, a whole quarter. Like, yeah. It, we, as you said, the first drive was great, but then both teams just like spluttered on offence for quite a while, really. Mm. And I don't, I don't know what it was, but the Chiefs just couldn't simply move the ball yeah. after that. Like. It was a whole quarter until they scored their second touchdown, a whole 15 minutes. Because in the, well, the first one was, what, three and a half minutes? Mm. And just Mahomes, like, picking it apart. And you can say, yeah, oh, it's the first 15 plays. It's Andy Reid scripts. Like, they always tend to work. But 
after that, like, considering you use the script to see how teams react to certain things, you should then surely have the answers going forward. But the Chiefs just were bad offensively. What were Kelsey end up with? Three, three receptions for 14 yards on the day? Maybe 17 yards? Like, it's one of Kelsey's worst output puts in years. It just, it didn't work. But thankfully... No, I did. Neither did the did the uh, Dolphins' offense. Like oh. there was a clear plan from the defense from the start to to get hands on the receivers, and we spoke about it last week. I'm patting myself on the back about how they had to go and meet the the uh, Dolphins' receivers at the line. They could not let them get free releases, mm-hmm. and it was obvious from the start. There was a play that he got flagged for where Legarius Sneed literally just grabbed Tyreek Hill. <laughs> And threw him on the floor because you guys were all like, there was a flag on the floor and you guys were all like, oh, what's that flag for? And I went, the Legereus need just wrestle Tyreek Hill to the floor. He didn't <laughs> even care. Like, But that was clearly the plan and it played out through the game and it was an excellent plan. Like we're sitting here doing, is it spoilers? Can I spoil an article? No, I can't spoil an article. I was about to spoil <laughs> the um, the bi-week awards for AreaPride.com. I can't do that. I don't know. I think they might be out now, are they? No, 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 no. Not this one. This is going to be another part. I won't spoil it. Oh, right. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But anyways, there was a clear plan from this Chiefs defense about what they wanted to do, and they were executing it very, very well. And that gave the team some time, especially on offense, to try and sort some problems out. And how did they sort them out? My God, on a 95-yard touchdown drive. Just, like... This team has, it's what frustrates me about this team. And again, it's my voice. I apologize for my voice. Again, I don't normally sound like this. But what frustrates me about this team is they have the ability to do it. Like yeah. they go on that first drive. They, they, yeah, they, they have the ability to go on like these big, long, uh, big, really quick drives, move the ball down at will, three and a half minutes. It's fine. But then they also have the ability to take these long, methodical, how many, was it 13, 14 play drives, 95 yards, scoring a touchdown, ending with Jared McKinnon, finally getting involved in the passing game and scoring a TD. But then the rest of it, it just goes to pot. Mm. It just, it's really infuriating, this Chiefs team, because I've just seen a stat a minute ago. The Chiefs have the least amount of free and outs in the entire NFL, which mean, tells me that they're starting drives. Yeah. They are getting drives going. But as soon as they get to midfield, for whatever reason, yeah. it's just not working. And is it play calling? Is it receivers? Is it the run, lack of running game? I don't know. But it's it's really worrying because this team were in such a good position on Sunday. Such a good position. And after scoring that 95-yard touchdown, you're telling me, uh, did I expect the Chiefs offense not to put another point on the board the rest of that game? Mm. And they didn't. We were saying, weren't we? We were saying that another three points will kill this game. And they couldn't get it. It's awful. Just like so, so bad. And whilst we're on the offense, we might as well stay on the offense. The worst was the the final drive that the offense had. When McCall Hardman fields the punt inside his five, gets tackled at 10. Well, it wasn't even at his five. He was at like the two. I don't don't understand that. I don't understand that. that's That's all day two. That has to be day two. Um, a terrible decision by McCall Hardman. And then we get the the third and one, and Mahomes literally has a QB sneak there. Mm. You, you have you have a, a one technique there, and then the next guy is lined out in between the guard and the tackle. It couldn't have been more open for a QB sneak if you tried. It was one yard. One yard. One They're not yard. doing it, are they? They're not doing it. Like, at some point, 
like Mahomes must realize that he's the biggest part about this franchise, right? Okay. Like, regardless of what people want to say, uh, yes, it's Andy Reid's team, but Mahomes is the biggest part of this franchise. 100%. At some point, he just needs to take it up on himself and just say, nah. Like, if it's ever that open again and you're in that situation, third and one, third and one. But passing on third and one. Third and one. Just just take the ball of Humphrey and just go. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, there's, there wasn't a stop in it. He just dies forward, gets it. It's a it's it's another first down and the game's basically over. We don't need a fumble for yeah. fumble snap. It just winds me up that they will not put a QB sneak into the offense. That if there was a QB sneak in the offense, Mahomes takes it and that play. But because it's not in the offense, he doesn't do it. That that Mahomes. Just fing do it. Just do it. You swearing with a destroyed voice is funny. <laughs> just do it. I just I don't get it. Just, just go for it. Yeah, like, like we, we, talk, we talked about this in the state, and then they end up passing, passing, yeah, passing. I know. Just, oh, unreal, mate. It really is unreal. It, and and like you said, it's infuriating because we're doing things that other teams aren't doing. No, but, but that isn't to a benefit. That's to, that's to, that's detrimental to the actual team because we are not doing third and ones. Correctly, and we're not fielding punts correctly. Um, I mean, like you said, I that, that... this a couple of weeks ago. We do things that other teams cannot do, yeah. But we also do things that other teams wouldn't Won't do. do, yeah. Yeah, it, it just, it just, it really winds me up. It, it just, this bloody team, they love to get in their own way, they just love it. They, are, they must love the drama. This, I don't know. Uh, well, the scriptwriters are having a laugh. Tell you, let's, let's talk about like it, it, it. The play, but the, it. But the lovely breakfast that were there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. like, hey, is that the most electric play you've ever seen live in your life? Um, I think you said to me that's probably been better than Wasp at yeah. the game, and I was thinking that might be an overreaction, but seeing it back. And seeing the reaction of the crowd and what it actually meant for this team as well. I mean, yeah, okay, Wasp was well, no, 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 no. If you go, no, yeah, if you go about what it meant, Wasp was 100%. But I'm thinking of the actual time. Oh, the actual reaction. And, and the actual, actual reaction, yeah, yeah. real time to an actual play. Unreal. That was probably the most electric thing. I didn't even know what happened. I, I just saw Brian Cook sprinting down the sideline. Yeah. I'm thinking, what, what, what happened? I know we fumbled it and recovered it, but what the hell happened? You were, you saw it, didn't you? He went, he lateraled it. He lateraled <laughs> <laughs> just, I was like, what? There's no way. It was the closest thing I've ever seen to resembling a reaction to a goal going in in football. Yeah. That so was the yeah, reaction yeah. in the stands. Like, Normally, like American football, touchdown scores, you kind of know what's happening. Like, you just go, yeah, blah, blah, like high fives. But that was like, for me and people around us, genuine limbs, like Mm. actual limbs. Us four together were going crazy. Look around, the noise was phenomenal. And like, my heart was racing afterwards. I've never seen, like, I've been to a lot of American football games. That was definitely the best thing I've ever seen live at an American football game. It was just unreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. And like you said, the the, the crowd reaction to it, it was so loud. To it. I mean, you could hear that even on the TV. It was so loud. Yeah. Um, and 
it, we heard it in the intro there. The, uh, the the German commentary team were just going absolutely wild with it, weren't they? Because I, I, it was something that probably they'd never seen like that ever happen before either. Um, and to have that in that stadium with those travelling fans from KC and everything, it was that was that was one of the best moments I think from any of the times that I've actually seen the Chiefs play. Um, it really was a, a, a wild atmosphere. But just talking about that as well. The whole thing as well with um, the songs that they were playing over the Tannoy system and, you know, everybody singing Country Road, Take Me Home, and we were obviously changing that. Uh, we were singing Pat Mahomes, Take Me Home. Just It just led to other things, didn't it? The, I think whoever was playing the music was just keeping that build-up going, keeping that ten, that, that kind of excitement going. It was it was a great feeling. And and to come come away with the dub as well, and the way yeah. it ended, it was probably wasn't a great game to watch. Like we said, the stats obviously reflect that. But um, you know, I think the best wide receiver on the on the actual day was Noah Gray, wasn't he? With thirty four yards or something. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't an electric performance, but my God, the the atmosphere really kind of added to it and and built it up into something that was just. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I've never seen anything like that in an international series game. I mean, a lot of the international series games I've been to have been relatively quiet in London. Relatively quiet. Yeah, definitely. Definitely all quiet. But Frankfurt was, it just felt like, it felt like our head just toned down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A bit more German. A bit more German, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, my throat's giving out. I don't know about you, mate. I think we need to call it a day because... We need to call it a day, mate. I'm meant, to, I'm meant to be going to play football slash soccer in an hour and a half time. And I don't know how I'm going to call for the ball. Pass me the ball. What a weekend, though. But like my voice just sums up our weekend. It yeah. Phenomenal. And thank you to the Chiefs for bringing them over. Because like, it's rare for us international fans to get to see our team play. I'm lucky enough to see them five times now. Five and oh, by the way. Yeah. Five times, but... Five times in what twenty-two years? It's not that yeah. much, really, is it? So, I I love every opportunity I can get to watch the Chiefs, and yeah, I can't wait for them to come over again. Like yeah. wherever they are, I'll, I'll be there. It's just yeah, and thank you to everyone that spoke to us. You're you're Mr. Popular. You get a lot of people coming up to you, but yes. um, yeah, we we had some people come up to us and say we're, we're fans of the Great British Chiefs Show, and yeah, like, like, just hearing that is just like phenomenal like to hear people actually come up to you say yeah i listen every week i'm a fan like that (laughs) pinch me moment like that you actually listen to this (laughs) come on like (laughs) fair play no no it was good but you know it wasn't the super bowl the season's still young we still got a few more weeks left yet so uh, a few more games to win we've got uh yeah um i suppose we'll take take the rest of the week off we won't do a preview this week we'll be back for a preview next week but yeah yeah um no, it was good. And you, you were you were good company too, Brad. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I even got your call as well, which is great. And still share and share alike and all that. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it was great. It was really good. And um, you know, just meeting up with the fans for me was uh, was another experience. And meeting meeting Dan Joy, Dan Joy who looks after us in Lot D all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was great seeing uh, people like that. And Nita, I want to have to give Nita a shout out because she's an absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Um, Nita. Big shout out to you because um, it was great having you as, uh, with us as, as company. You and uh, it was Lisa, wasn't it, her friend? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what it was for me. It was a it was a celebration of Chiefs fans coming together and um, fans from all over the world making new friends as well. Mm-hmm. 
Right, I'm going to get out because my throat is dead. So, uh, yeah, um, we won't be doing a preview show or anything like that, but um, that's all we've got time for this week. Um, if you want more content, please stick with the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network for more from the team because uh, they really do a lot of work for this and for your enjoyment. It's really good to hear. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review on the Apple podcast for us to read out on the next show. Um, it'd be great to read some reactions and, and if we've actually met you in Frankfurt as well, which would be great. Um, it'd be great to, to read some of those out on the show next time. So uh, you can also check out the daily news articles on our website, arrowheadpride.com. But all that's left to say here is from one kingdom to another. We'll speak to you again soon. 